The following is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. This is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. Healing is our calling today as we shine on with spiritual astrologer Demetra Vassiliadis. She'll take us through each sign of the zodiac to see what healing looks like for each of us. And next week, you'll meet a woman who healed herself and created a new business to boot, the Spice Lady, Stacy Hawkins. Basically, about 10 years ago, I found myself 100 pounds overweight, looking at two little kids, not wanting them to have the same food issues that I had, and looking at what we were eating, which was boxed and prepared foods, and all those things that, you know, a busy mom um, resorts to to putting dinner on the table. And not only was I overweight, but I was feeling this tremendous guilt about how I was taking care of them and how I was taking care of myself, and I said, there's got to be a better way. And of course, I had tried every diet and looked in every corner and couldn't find anything that worked for me. So I went out to create something that was completely different. And what I learned was that you could lose weight and take care of your family and eat great food as long as you knew how to prepare whole fresh foods in a way that tasted good. That's Stacy Hawkins. She has a new book coming out and a great line of spices and oils to share that can make your healthy kitchen go from bland to wow. But first, this week, we go sign by sign through the Zodiac with Dimitra Vassiliadis from Heaven to Earth Astrology to see what a healthy, happy you looks like, starting first, of course, with Aries. Aries is the sign of action. So for Aries to know that healing is, has occurred, it can't be a contemplative approach to healing. They must take action to move toward their dream and vision. Nothing is more healing for an Aries than verb. They are running, leaping, forging ahead. Okay, um, so they're doers. They're doers. And for them to literally write down what is their vision, what needs to be healed, and then take immediate action to make that so and to affect whatever healing needs to occur. Make their vision happen, get to the right practitioners, boom, 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 hit the ground running. Okay. And next is? Taurus. For Taurus, materiality, security, and a beautiful relationship to the senses. So for a Taurus to feel good in life, they need some kind of secure base, a secure connection to Mother Earth, to their body, to their bank account, to an overall sense of fertile stability. So for a Taurus to take fertile action, for them to begin literally planting the slow little seeds that will blossom over a long, long period of time, heal their connection to their body, make sure their self-esteem is in place. Whatever it takes for self-esteem to heal is what a Taurus can productively uh, engage in at the moment. Now we move on to Gemini. Yes, Gemini uh, needs to be able to communicate uh, in an unobstructed way and to think clearly. Uh, This is a sign that rules thought, that rules communication. And for a Gemini to be able to find their voice, their authentic voice, to state their needs, and to clearly say uh, what needs to be said is an area of healing. A Gemini needs to be... um, productively connected to their mind and their communication capacity. Find their voice, 
find their message, find their medium. All right, we are talking to spiritual astrologer Dimitra Vasiliadis about healing through the signs, and we're now up to uh, June... Cancer. June 21st through July 22nd, the sign of cancer. Sign of the universal mother, uh, and a sign that's really been under attack. There are even books called Being a Lunar Type in a Modern World. So Cancerians need, I would say, extra support because their entire way of being has not been allowed in our culture, this truly feminine way of being. And even women who are successful in the world have to often adapt a male sort of paradigm. But Cancerians are the sign of, of nurturing, safety, and the soul. And this is the sign very specifically associated with mothering. So for a Cancer to be able to create a safe and nurturing env- emotional environment for themselves, actual environment. And all over the world, women are not safe in many, many places. So, you know, with cancer, we sort of have a global calling to make the world safe for women and children, small animals, and the very and older people, the very weakest units of our society. Uh, cancer says, you know, create safety. Mm. Cancerians may need to do some work around um, eating disorders. When the maternal function goes wrong, we often see, you know, problems with food and issues of creating a safe, safe home. For cancer, that's, you know, numero uno. Do you feel safe in your home? Do you have an environment that provides you with enough security? Very nice. All right, now we're up to the center stage creature, Leo. Leo is like the the beautiful, open-hearted, inner child, artist, or leader. You know, they say that Leos fall into two camps, either the artist or the leaders. But you can also be both. You can be like a real uh, leader on the creative front or a very creative leader on the world front. But for a Leo to be productively connected to their ability to express their authentic self, and as Brene Brown says, live like a full wholehearted, wholehearted life. We are the heart of the Zodiac. I am a Leo. And if there's heartbreak, where Leos really need to heal is around the heart. But for Leo, I would say, you know, try The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Get connected to your creativity. Inner child work I have found to be crucial for healing Leo wounds. Make time to do the things you love to do. All right, we're talking about healing through the Zodiac sign. Where are we now? We're in Virgo, which is late August uh, through like September 21st. And Virgo is one of the signs of healing. It's the master diagnostician. It's associated with the goddess of the environment. It's the only sign that's actually a deity. It's not a virgin woman. It's the goddess of the earth, you know, whether it's Artemis, Demeter, Ceres. They're both fertile and also kind of standalone goddesses. But this is the sign that really, you know, it's the person who masters the detail, peers beneath the microscope, finds the botanic healing substances, like the mushroom dude who's found that the mushrooms will, you know, heal all these, you know, terrible waste sites. Um, I think his name is Mr. Stamens. And, um, you know, for Virgo, where they need healing is actually to let go of worry and perfectionism, because it's a sign... Yeah, that's the big Virgo demon. I have three planets in Virgo, and I do know something about perfectionism and compulsive worry, both. Uh, And it's sort of a misuse of the mind. I have Bernie Sanders, September 8th. Yeah, he's a Virgo. And where you see the Virgo in him is this is a sign that is squeaky clean. It's the sign of cleanliness and service. And here is a man who is unbribable, completely clean, and has devoted his life really to the service of others in a way that's somewhat stunning, whether you're for him or against him. Like, when I watch him, I just look at him, I'm like, my goodness, I've been a selfish cow. <laughs> I need to go 
I need to go help others immediately. <laughs> service for a Virgo, and honestly, for everyone, when you and everyone serves differently. But when you really surrender to what you're here and how, in what capacity you're meant to serve, you will be in a state of bliss. Nothing will gratify one more than truly serving by giving one's gifts to the world. Dimitra Vasiliadis, our guest, a spiritual astrologer, is she? And yes, if you, I think, if you take a attitude of service toward anything you do, it changes. It changes on the cellular level. It does. All right, we're up to Libra as we talk about healing through the Zodiac. Yes, and Libra is such a beautiful sign. So this is the sign of beauty, balance, relationship, justice. For Libra, healing comes through beauty, all forms of beauty. And beauty is a huge concept and an incredibly spiritual one. It has been trivialized in our culture, as has has most things feminine. Um, But beauty is actually... um, sort of the divine uh, revealing itself to us. The universe is created in increments of beauty. Show me an ugly molecule. You know, show me an ugly part of nature. Even lava flows, even insects are beautiful when you really look at them, miraculously beautiful. So for a Libra, they need to be uh, restored by being uh, creating and being an agent of beauty and balance and justice. And everything associated with Virgo really is about Um, beauty, which is the result of balance. So we consider things to be beautiful that are symmetrical to some degree and balanced. When there is tremendous imbalance, it creates a form of ugliness. And even social injustice is ugliness. Racism is ugly. Like when things favor one group at the expense of another. You know, we all know what ugliness is when we're on the side of the scales that's not being favored. Sometimes it's not as easy when we're on the more privileged side of the scales. But Libra has that inherent sense of this is not balanced, this is ugly. Let's make it beautiful and balanced once again. We are traveling through the Zodiac with spiritual astrologer Dimitra Vasiliadis of Heaven to Earth Astrology. Find her at heaventoearthastrology.com and there's so much more coming right up. This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or need more information about things you've heard on the show, email kcradio at gmail.com. The Health and Happiness Show. Information, fun, and inspiration. Do your hands need a beauty makeover? Hands have always been a sign of elegance. And even if you have a youthful facial appearance, hands don't lie. Now there is an easy solution for aging hands. Radius is the first and only FDA-approved product to correct volume loss on your hands. Radius restores beauty by filling out that hollow look to the back of your hands, leaving them looking smooth and natural. Results can be seen immediately. Lidocaine is added to the Radius, making this a virtually painless procedure. In less time than it takes for lunch, the results of Radius hand lift treatment will make your hands soft and supple again. The procedure is safe and can last up to 15 months. Call today and schedule your hand lift consultation with Dr. David Bank. Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. 914-241-3003. You'll find out more at thecenterforderm.com. Hi, this is Celine Dion asking you to help put an end to premature birth. I share the concerns and fears of every parent, knowing that more than one million babies around the world die every year simply because they didn't get enough time to grow. Let's work together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit facebook.com 
slash World Prematurity Day to find out how you can make a difference. Thank you for caring. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Quezon. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door to door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. A promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for tuning in to the Health and Happiness Show today. Please touch base at CaseyRadio.com at Shine On the Health and Happiness Show on Facebook. And also, if you're interested, ladies, I'd love to have you join a Facebook page called A Circle of Women. Spiritual astrologer Dimitra Vasiliadis is a frequent contributor, and we have monthly gatherings, too. Look for A Circle of Women on Facebook and join us. Going through the Zodiac today with an eye toward healing, Dimitra. We're ready for Scorpio. Scorpio is one of the great healers of the Zodiac because they're the alchemists. They're the therapists. They're the people who boldly go where everyone else is terrified to tread, usually the realm of the shadow. And the shadow is really key for anyone, anybody who's on any kind of a healing journey, collectively, individually, must dance with the shadow at some point. We have to look at the parts of ourselves that we project onto others, whether in our personal lives or as, you know, racially, nationally. The the really brilliant people like Lincoln and Gandhi were incredibly good at not pointing the finger at saying they are just as we would be if we were in their shoes. And Gandhi kind of famously said, you know, we've been through a lot with England. We're going to part here as friends. We're all scoundrels somewhere. So Scorpio goes down into the deep underbelly, and it also explores the most deep wounds that are very frightening, usually unassisted to deal with. Hence, it's the sign of the therapist who's sort of your guide through the underworld. The things that we're most afraid to look into, ashamed to look at, but the Scorpios will hold our hand through that process and help us transmute what is dark into light. So Scorpios, those are the people we want to call when we want to look at the dark stuff. Yes, they're the shamans, the people that help you bedside if you're dying. They're associated with death. I have Scorpio rising and the moon in the eighth house. I've been bedside with at least three people for their last breath. Wow. You know, that's, yeah, and wow. that's a sacred duty. It's a very sacred duty. Indeed. Indeed. Demetra Vasiliadis, our guest, we're talking about uh, healing through the Zodiac. Sagittarius is next. Yeah, the beautiful equestrian sign. So after we go through the underworld and death, and nothing will make you philosophical like death. Why do we die? Where do we go when we die? (laughs) What is the point of everything if we die? So, you know, after that underworld journey in Scorpio, the Sagittarians climb into the saddle, and they're like, I must explore the meaning of life. So they travel far and wide to other cultures, other religions, other races, and they extract the wisdom from those cultures. They're curious, passionately curious 
about how to live in a wise, aligned way. And uh, mythologically, these were creatures, centaurs, who tutored the heroes. So they were teaching the wisest and bravest of us how to be even more wise and more brave. They taught them the art of war, the art of inflicting wounds and strategy, healing, the art of healing those wounds, and astrology, how to align with the larger, beautiful celestial pattern that describes what we're here to be and do. Wow. Yeah, I love Sagittarius. Now, up next, Capricorn. Capricorn is the world savior and very misunderstood sign, sign of the executive, sign of the father, sign ruled by Saturn, the planet of responsibility, gravity, long-term consequences. And at the moment, you know, Capricorn is where our greatest uh, wounding and our greatest healing will occur because Pluto, the transformer, is going through there. So how we deal our monetary systems up for transformation, the corporate culture, the way the government is structured. I actually think that in the next, like, what in the next five, six years, we may actually see a constitutional amendment, something that fundamentally changes the structure of government and even currency. Um, and there's already a lot of people playing around with different kinds of currency, Bitcoin and whatnot. But Capricorn saves the world by administrating it one way or another. It saves it by beautiful administration and can ruin it by irresponsible administration. And what I mean by that is we're all executives of our lives, whether we want to be or not, whether we abdicate responsibility or not. I've done both. You know, there's things, times I've been irresponsible about some of the details of my life that I should have been paying care, more careful attention to. But, like, there's that, that myth about heaven and hell that I tell sometimes when I'm speaking. They say somebody went up to, you know, went down to hell, and there were these pots of food and these very long spoons, and nobody could get the food in their mouths, so they were starving. Then they were sent up to heaven in the exact same scenario. Um, but the people fed each other with the long spoons, and that's the difference between heaven and hell. Are we going to share the food? Are we going to have somebody wise and with a long-term view and uh, caring about the well-being of others at the helm? You know, how do we uh, set up our personal lives, our neighborhoods, our communities, our nation, and our world, ultimately, so that we are the responsible administrators for seven generations to come. And that comes to us from the beautiful, uh, from the Lakota, from other tribes that, you know, when they deliberated, they would take seven generations forward into account because they say whatever we do for good or for ill will affect that long-term Capricorn view. So this is the sign that um, at its best is just even sacrificial, you know, says, I'll climb the mountain on behalf of others. And like you see that sort of biblically, like Moses doesn't get to the promised land. He leads people, but he doesn't get there. Martin Luther King, a Capricorn, living that myth, says, I have seen the promised land, and I may not get there. And even in that speech, he channels his sign and says, longevity, Capricornian longevity, it's a beautiful thing. He didn't say Capricornian, I'm saying it because right. he was a Capricorn. But he's saying longevity is a beautiful thing, but that's not important to me now. I mean, he really, at that point, became the sacrificial uh, leader. He led know, us to the place. Led us to the place, but wasn't going to get to enjoy the meal with us. All right, we're wrapping up now. We're towards the end of the Zodiac at Aquarius. Aquarius. <laughs> 
This is the sign of the people way out front, the humanitarians, the liberators. When the Capricornian state or any system becomes oppressive, Aquarius like pops on the scene and says, we need an evolution or a revolution. We need a constitution. We need a declaration of independence. It's the sign of independence. It's the sign of liberty, fraternity, um, sorority, uh, all of the French Revolution ideals uh, come forth with Aquarius. And this is the sign that reminds us we are one family on Earth. So it fights for human rights, for women, for men, for everyone. Universal human rights is the Aquarian uh, song, the garage band like refrain that never stops. If aliens come to Earth... You know, it is the Aquarians who will set up a human rights, you know, movement for them. Right. <laughs> yes, they have tails, they have reptilian brow ridge, like the people we've seen on Star Trek, but they too are our brothers and sisters. So when Aquarians are healthy and at their best, they are taking care of other people. They have a beautiful social life, and they, yes, and the, they're usually involved in some kind of movement, whatever movement most moves them. But for an Aquarius, their social life is, and their freedom. Aquarians must be individuated and free. If they're still sort of enmeshed or codependent, um, then the, the part of development that they are the symbol of has not been fulfilled. They must find their individuated freedom and their, their peers and their tribe and their social life. All right. Just to go backwards, because we forgot to say the healing, the Capricornians need to find their executive authority, Sagittarians, their wisdom, their ability to experiment and travel, Scorpios, the whole transformational journey. Gotcha. And finally, we end up with Pisces at the end Mm. of the Zodiac. And what's their healing theme? Oh, my God. They're in some ways like the key to everything. And this really is one of my favorite signs. And Neptune's certainly one of my favorite planets because they represent complete sacred unity. You know, and felt unity. They they say when we achieve that enlightenment, we don't just intellectually think, oh, we are one, but you literally feel your connection, your indivisible connection to everything. This is the sign of the dreamers and the visionaries that could bring us back to a beautiful, sane, reverent world. This is the sign, um, and we destroy our dreamers in this culture. That's why so many become addicts, because it's just too harsh right now. But these are the people who, through music, poetry, film, and even their, just their being, their spiritual being, are the sign of empathy and unity with all. So this is the sign where at the end of the journey we reconnect with the beautiful source. And for a Pisces, they need a spiritual life to be happy, some silence to be able to commune with nature, with the beautiful little creatures, you know, to be able to express themselves in the very fluid arts of music, poetry, dance, chanting, um, meditation. Um, these, And it, this is the sign of sort of immersion into the whole. They say all of the arts seek to imitate music because music is like water. It pours over us for good or ill. The song just takes us over like the tide that we, we enter, those beautiful Piscean waters. Also, if a Pisces is having a tough day, just take them to a body of water, give them a bath, let them connect with that cleansing. And this is a sign that must swim in clean waters, needs to avoid harsh additives, chemicals, drugs, alcohol, very sensitive body, mind, and spirit. And they're meant to be kept clean and pure like Virgo. 
you know, cleanliness and purity keeps the little fish, you know, filtering out the toxins with their little gills. If you put them in dirty water, they have no defense. So they, they need to keep the tank clean and be connected to the higher, to spirit. That will always keep their vibrational level as high as possible and be dreaming for all of us. And your job as a Pisces, every Pisces job is to dream out loud. Let us hear your beautiful vision for what, what could our world be. Never mind the naysayers. Just give us that vision. Dream it up. Hear that, Pisces? Share those dreams. And share your comments with me at caseyradio at gmail.com or find Demetra at heaventoearthastrology.com. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of The Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at kcradio.com. And join Casey for another edition of The Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD.